Nice baggy senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji at Sopolis. I have a dream. Arnie, cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got. Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is that your fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew stuck with that good. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of your ma's favourite football podcast, the OnlyFans football podcast, Kieran. This week, we are discussing all things Champions League as it makes its return to our screens. Although this is falling on Valentine's Day. Um, if you are listening to us on Valentine's Day, first of all, I'd say, why? Why are you doing that to yourself? Secondly, I would say, um, thanks for joining us, I suppose, in a weird way. Um, we're in a weird situation today where we're in Dave's car. I'm not going to get into why, but we're here now. Kieran, how are you? Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, I was about to say, uh, if you are listening to us, thanks for being our only company on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good day, Adam. It's a good day. Mm. It's a good day to be alive. Yeah, I, I, I had a feeling you were going to say those exact <laughs> words when you were saying, it's a good day. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, um, have you ever seen the film Die Hard? It's a good day to die hard. Um, I don't know if, if it's ever a good day to die hard. But here we are. As we said, the Champions League slash Valentine's Day special, Kieran. I will be on February the 14th, sat in front of the television on my sofa, Probably with a pizza in hand because I'm a hungry boy. A few beers watching AC Milan and Tottenham Hotspur. I, was, I thought you were about to say Love Actually or something like that. Right? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed with it. It's a um, good film. Hugh Grant. Yeah, 500 Days of Summer. Another great... Uh, Chick flick. Romantic film. Yeah. yeah that I watch alone. Yeah. Kieran <laughs> <laughs> um, just touched his face there in emotion, in act, an emotional act of tears. A single tear say. ran down my cheek. Um, a single being the word... <laughs> My question to you, Kieran, is why, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> did they put the Champions League on Valentine's Day? I think for the exact reasons we stated. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, lonely men out there who need, <laughs> who, need um, who need Champions League football to get them through the, the February the 14th. I think Champions League football is potentially the best Valentine you could have. And another reason I'm actually kind of hearing recording now, the Super Bowl is on on Sunday, Kieran. Yeah. And had we been recording on Monday... We, you would ask me Adzi how was your weekend and I would have said god damn it it was a great weekend the Super Bowl was on but obviously I can't now so but yeah the Super Bowl is on Sunday the Chiefs are going to win I think it's Chiefs and the Eagles Kieran who are you picking um, I'm going Chiefs Good I man. like Mahomes Mahom- Patrick's yeah. Patrick Mahomes um, as as we were planning this podcast today Kieran we were hit with the news of the Super League which... it was Real Madrid Barcelona and I think Juventus have contacted clubs around Europe in an effort to make 
a 60 team, I believe. Super League of teams all around Europe. I remember when the initial Super League chat came around. It was peak COVID. It was came around around the time where people were doing anything just to get out of the house. Mm. And that's why the protests were so good. was because people had nothing to do and they were literally like, we need to get out and protest. Obviously, that's that's what happened. But um, it's completely wrong. I think the beauty about the Champions League at times is that teams can go on a run like Spurs, like Ajax. Teams you wouldn't necessarily expect. You know, it's happened years gone by. This season seems to be Napoli, Club Rouge, are another team that had a great um, campaign up to now. Benfica are doing really well. Like, there's teams in it that are doing well that traditionally probably wouldn't do well. Like, you look look back down to the Europa League, which we will in a bit, um, the likes of Juventus, Barcelona, Man United are playing that. So they're essentially trying to take the, I suppose, the fundamentals of the game in the sense of, you know, winning and losing the game, kind of earning your spot, earning your right to be somewhere and just giving it to the super clubs for lack of a better term, like we're talking about super clubs, Liverpool and Chelsea currently sit ninth and tenth in the Premier League, and they would be heavily involved in this. Are they super clubs at the minute? Probably not. Traditionally, absolutely. But the beauty of the game is that transitions in football happen, and teams like Liverpool and Chelsea, Man City, whoever, go through times where they struggle. And I do think it would be a great shame for it to come to fruition. Um, I believe it's. Real Madrid, Barcelona and Juventus who are the ones that are pushing it um, you just have to look at Barcelona and Juventus to know the arrears, the financial arrears that they are in and that's the reason why they want the Super League that's the reason why they wanted it back then and that's why they want it now I think trying to bring in the likes of Man United, Man City Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs it's an effort you know these clubs are financially sound. Well, that we know of, um, it's an effort to bring them in, obviously to, to bring in more revenue, etc. But I don't know if I'm the likes of Liverpool and all. I, it's like giving Ronald McDonald your cow. It's a terrible idea. You know what I mean? It's 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 an awful idea. Like, um, well, Ronald McDonald makes money off that cow, so you know. I know, I, I know, but still. Um, it's a bad idea. No, I agree. This is essentially the point yeah. I'm making. Um, it, it's like I know the argument for this would be from people who who might support these clubs and agree with them. Because I've seen strangers on Twitter agreeing with them. Like, mm. how can you agree with something like this? And I think the argument is that UEFA are as bad as Florentino Perez. Mm. And I, I get that argument, and like UEFA are awfully corrupt, and so is a lot of football and organisations. But mm. I think the the fact behind it is that UEFA are a traditional evil, and one that we know of, and mm. they're one that we recognise as the governing body of football. Mm. If you bring on a, a separate entity in Florentino Perez, it's just completely uh, commercialising the game and bringing the game to heights like, like the likes of like Formula One golf. Um, like individual sports like tennis and stuff, they don't have tribal fans. Mm. They don't have they don't have like fans that go to games week in week out and localize the game, and mm. um, you know, and that want to see their club play in the stadium week in week out in the in the local area. 
they don't have uh, things like that. So commercialising those sports is grand. Mm. But going ahead and commercialising a sport like football that has that core fan base in a local area mm. and that also has global fans, it's completely wrong. It's, well, it's globalisation, yeah. really. Because and commercialisation. Yeah. Money, because, money. Yeah, money. that's all it is. And it's like, we talked about on the last podcast about Man City having problems with, like, I suppose Man City's problem is they have too much money and they're trying to, like, bring in revenue in ways that, like, it's complete sports washing. That's what they're doing. Um, like, I think Carragher put it well on Twitter. It was like, this can't be true about Manchester City. They bring in more revenue than Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool, Manchester United and Bayern Munich. And obviously the irony here is that they absolutely should not be doing that. Um, and, it, yeah, it all comes down to wanting more money. Everything's about money in football, unfortunately. And that's just... That's just how it is. Um, as I said, you just need to look at Barcelona and Juventus's like money problems to know why they want Super League. I think, as I said, I think it'd be a bad idea for the English clubs to get involved again because it's just not a great idea. And we've seen since then, obviously, the Man City owners have stuck around. Spurs have the same owners. Daniel Levy's still, you know, at the helm. Like Liverpool, are, Liverpool owners at the minute, the Americans, they're trying to sell up. Because they would be, they would love to do something like this. Mm. Because in American sports, you have the best teams going out every week. Baseball, NFL, you know, it, like you said about the tribalism, there is that in that, but it's teams at a high level, and there's no kind of coming and going. There's no relegation. There's no promotion. So it's it's a weird one. I think um, uh, logisti- it's logistically impossible to commercialise a team sport or uh, a sport like football. It's mm. it's, it's logistically impossible. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of travelling. The amount of players that have to go on planes, you know, the fans mm. that have to go on planes to see their team, mm. so it's it's not it's not logistically possible. Mm. And and this is what will happen: they'll go to they'll go to countries where, like Saudi and, and Abu Dhabi and places mm. like that, that that have the money. Yeah. And they 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 want to show peace the Premier League or yeah the, the La Liga in, in the form of a Super League. It's just it's not it's not logistically possible. Well, that's it, and. As I was saying about the owners, like you look at the United owners now, mm. the Americans they're trying to sell up. You now I've pretty much sold Chelsea. Like the owners that were involved in the original Super League have tried to get rid of their kind of backing of these clubs because they would be fully in favour of this. And I, I think that's part of the problem as well. Like even the Arsenal owners, I don't think the owners have switched there, but they've reinvested loads of money into the club to try to get the fans back on side. So I think it's it's a nightmare for clubs because. If they get involved, the vast majority, the loyal fans, will turn around and go, "We don't want to be involved in this," mm. and they'll lose revenue that way. You know, so it's a strange one. Um, but I think that's enough Super League. <laughs> to be honest with you, it'll keep popping up, Adam. Mm. Keep popping up. I'm just looking forward to hearing the sirens every time you say Super League. We'll have a quick look at the Instagram. Um, I did put up a thing on the Instagram earlier regarding the Super League. Just to get, I think, people's opinions. And I think everyone was kind of along the same lines. That was, like, a load of bollocks and a load of shy. So, um, um, a bit of change here. I'm reading them out this yeah, week. Yeah. Um, so, so, Rory says, a load of wank. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. Explicit way of describing it, but yeah. yeah, I suppose. Come on, Rory. A bit more uh, vocabulary in there. Mm. It will go through by one day when he talks. Yeah, that was from Ian. And yeah. I agree with him as well. It will eventually go through. I think it's yeah. the point Ian is making. And uh, Daniel Kahn says, shite. Mm. Uh, J- 
Jer says it already exists. It's called League of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> a League of Ireland loyal fan there from Jer. Gal Gaz or oh Gary Valve. Gary Valve. Mm. There we go. Says it already exists. Yeah. And I think I think he means he means League of Ireland in the end, doesn't he? Yeah, no, I th- I see what Gary means. Look, look at the hierarchy in football with the likes of the way the Champions League, etc. Is gone, um, in years gone by, Europa League, com- like that's the reason why the Conference League exists. So the bigger teams can play in Champions League. So they're already more or less doing it in a roundabout way. Yeah, not as I thought the Conference League stuff. existed though to like create European football opportunities for the smaller teams and revenue it's, for them it's to take but it's to take them out of the likes of the Europa League Champions League as well really? yeah well, I, th- I thought it was, it was a double edged sword mm. <laughs> we move on now to our <laughs> Champions League preview um, we don't know what happened in football this weekend so just pretend like we do <laughs> it was like as, back to the future yeah. when it goes back to the future as if we ever know what happens in the weekend the football as well <laughs> Like, I don't think there's a lot of people that listen to us and be like, oh, that's what happened. Fair play, lads. Um, we'll go to Tuesday the 14th, as we said, Valentine's Day, Kieran. AC Milan versus Spurs. Um, Milan yet to win a game in 2023. The last time they played Spurs was in 2011 in the Champions League. Spurs won 1-0 in Milan through Peter Crouch goal. Drew nil on the second leg. Um, I think the highlight of this leg, this tie in 2011... Was Gennaro Gattuso New Leeds manager Let's just pretend we know the future New Leeds manager Gennaro Gattuso His fight with Joe Jordan On the sideline I don't know if you remember that But there was a big scrap Going on between them The headbutt Two teams I'd say Especially Milan Not in great form Spurs kind of In a different form How do you think This one's going to go? As you said there A bit of a throwback game Mm. Um, I, I think it's Personally I think It's a clash of mediocrity I think they're two teams that are, are, are struggling. Mm. Um, Spurs, obviously, struggling is quite normal for them. But <laughs> uh, Milan in sixth in Serie A, mm. it's not looking good, Brev. Um, mm. And I think I think it's two teams that that will play out quite a mediocre game of football, to be honest with you. Mm. And, uh, that might be harsh, but I, I don't think either team are in great form. Mm. You know, uh, Milan are starting Origi and, and Drew up front at the moment. Mm. I don't think that's going to win any Champions League. Um so and and the two keepers are out as well, Moynan for uh, Milan mm. and Larice for Spurs. Yeah, bow out of the game. So we'll mm. see Fraser Forster and I don't know who's the second second keeper for Milan. Tatarasano, I believe Tata, his name. Tatarasano, great yeah. name. Yeah, he's a good name. Romanian <laughs> international. Um, but um, yeah, I just I, I can't see I can't see a great game here. I I'm kind of along the same lines. To be honest, mm. with you. I don't see a whole lot happening here. Spurs, they've they've beat Man City recently. Yeah. And we don't know what's going to happen this weekend. But they're not necessarily a team that you'd be frightened of, let's say. If we're being nice, you wouldn't be too frightened of them. Conte's not great in Europe as well. Mm. Well, Conte's not even there. He's, he's, I, I wonder if he's still in the hospital recovering. Um, trying to get away from the place. Trying to get away from sports. <laughs> Milan, as we said, they've just been shocking. But I do believe on a European night, they'll be different. Um, they'll be more equipped for the game, I suppose, be the way I'd say it. Um, like they have to sort out the problems with Rafa Leao because he's their best player by a country mile um, if they get that sorted I do believe that they could be on something I would love to see Origi score in this game on Valentine's Day be poetic um, against Spurs having scored against Spurs in the Champions League final in 2019 I'd love to see a repeat of that what's your but, prediction? 
Um, I'm going to put Milan through. I do think Milan will go through. Yeah. But it, the prediction game is a tough one because you can look like an age down it. So, yeah. what about yourself? Um, I've gone for Spurs in this one. I think I, I think comfortably Spurs as well. Right. Um, I just think they they might have too much for Milan. And I, I I look at the 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 attackers for Milan and the attackers for Spurs, and I just think Spurs will have too much, and even the midfield as well. Mm. We move on same day. PSG take on Bayern Munich. Um, last time Champions League was twenty twenty one. PSG went through in the end on away goals. Three one the Allianz. Goals from Mbappe and Marquinhos. Don't know if you remember this game. It was snow in Munich. Quite the scenic game. Um, put PSG through to the semi-finals of the Champions League. They lost 1-0 in the home leg. Tupac Moting getting goals in both games. Um, and of course, before that was the Champions League final between Bayern Munich and PSG in the little mini-tournament in Lisbon. In 2020, Kingsley come on with the winner there. Um, I'm fairly indifferent on this because... I don't know a whole lot about either team at the minute because I think both teams are. I don't. I think they're both struggling to their standards in the league. You know, you have Union Berlin uh, coming down the neck of Bayern, um, and then you have I think Marseille are top of Liga. I think I don't think PSG are top of the minute. So I look at the players on show. It'll be a quality game. I think Bayern are still going to be without Sadio Mane. So that. Still a big loss. Um, obviously they have quality there to cover if needed. Um, PSG was Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. They could have too much for Bayern when you look at it. But I think it's gonna be a tight game. Like looking at the past toys, they've been tight games. So yeah, I expect another tight affair. Yeah, and you have a clash of the guard here, Musiala, who's is in good form for Bayern. I think he has ten goals, six assists, and Messi also uh, ten goals and ten assists. So you have a similar statistics for those two, um, and both play a similar role in in both teams. Musiala mm. um, is the young player, and Messi is the old guy. Mm. Um, I'm not comparing Musiala to Messi by the way. I know he's, <laughs> he was uh, the greater of the players, but um, yeah, I I I echo that. I expect a tight game. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Mm. Um, I could see over ten goals in the tie overall, um, and I've gone for a PSG dub. Yeah, I'm gonna go PSG as well. I just think they'll have too much with. Messi, Neymar and Mbappe but Bayern are, are a good Champions League side you know what I mean they tend to show up in Europe but look it remains to be seen we move on to Wednesday the 15th we start off with Club Bruges against Benfica um, Scott Parker's Club Bruges haven't been sacked from Bournemouth he finds himself in the Champions League last 16 in the group <laughs> stage that, hold on am I, am I uh, hearing things correctly Scott, Scott Parker, Parker yeah, is yeah. the manager of uh, Club Bruges yeah I don't know. I don't um, know. Three wins, two draws, one loss in the group stage. Anyone a job. For Club Rouge. Um, and then we look at Benfica unbeaten in the group, finished ahead of both PSG and Juventus. Four wins, two losses. It's probably the two form sides of the Champions League. Yeah. I mean, I think Club Rouge sort of started well and fizzled out. Mm. And if you look at them domestically, they're not doing that great. They're forward in Belgium. Um, probably because they have Scott Parker's one to be honest <laughs> yeah they could be relegated next season but, mm. um, yeah I actually I went um, Benfica comfortably here because mm. I just think they'll have too much for him uh, I could see Benfica winning by four more goals in the tie yeah I, I'd say the same I, I think it'd be interesting to see what Benfica are like with, without um, Enzo Fernandez because I, 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 to be honest with you I don't think Benfica are a great side in general just looking at their 
you know, their best options at the minute. I wouldn't say they're that good. I think they've won. They, they've lost one game all year or something, though. Mm. That's, that's crazy. Um, we'll be at a Benfica game soon, Kieran, as well. More to come in the Lisbon special, as we said. I can't wait. Can't wait. Um, also on the 15th, Kieran, it's your boys, Chelsea, away to Borussia Dortmund. I believe this is a first-time fixture in Champions League. Could be wrong. Um, Dortmund currently fighting themselves toward in the Bundesliga. Chelsea ninth. Biggest wins this season for Dortmund include a 5-0 victory over Stuttgart. But they've also shipped three goals away to Leipzig. Looking at Chelsea, their biggest win was 3-0 at Wolves. And then, of course, their biggest loss this season so far was 4-1 away to Brighton. So it's two teams definitely have the minerals to concede goals. Going forward, we've talked about Chelsea's struggles going forward. Um, I think, I think to be honest with you, I think it's going to be a very good tie. I think it'll be a very interesting game, Kieran. Yeah, I, I, I'd echo that. I'd, I, I expect a close game here. Um, I think Dortmund are a team that are in better form for me. Chelsea have, have won two games in the last 11 or something. Mm. It's it's not looking good. Um, but yeah, I think Dortmund favourites. Um, it's all about Jude Bellingham for me mm. in midfield. Um, and whether Enzo and even Kante could be back for the second leg, which would be a huge boost. He's back on training, albeit light training. Um, if he can um, influence the Chelsea midfield, Chelsea might have a chance. But for me, I, I think Dortmund edge it in the end of the tie. I really do. I, I fancy Dortmund, especially with Haller back as well. Mm. You can see more goals. It's tough for me because I think Chelsea in Europe is a very interesting concept. I think they can go far in it. Um, like, it's like any club competition. Given the right draw, team will go far. Um, looking at this game, though, I do tend to agree. I think Dortmund have... The minerals to score more goals than Chelsea, and obviously at the end of the day, it comes down to how many goals you score. Um, I think Sebastian Haller coming back is a massive one for them. They have the likes of Kareem Adeyemi, you know, very good young player. But I think having a player like Haller back could be the difference maker. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna predict a Dortmund victory as well, Kieran. Sorry to to say that to you. Yeah, I think so. Um, we move on now to the week after. Tuesday the 21st we'll start off with Eintracht Frankfurt versus Napoli UEFA Europa League winners Eintracht um, obviously win the final against Rangers um, taking on the top of the league of Serie A in Napoli you know 18 wins 2 draws 1 loss so far for them Kvarad Scalia what a bloody player he is I can't wait to look at him in this toy on the opposition for Frankfurt you have Colo Moani who's had a great season so far for Eintracht. I think he's in double figures for goals great and assists. Fans. It is. Typically, um, a good player's come through from France. Um, he's been great for Frankfurt this season. I think double digits in both goals and assists, so keep an eye on him. Um, but you'd have to fancy Napoli here, Kieran. Yeah, I'm actually... Uh, I, I, I love to be contrary, don't I? But I, I, I see uh, Frankfurt as a very tough opposition for Napoli. Mm. Um, I, I, I sense Napoli are a team similar to Ajax last season. There's a lot of hype around them. You know, mm. I remember in a Haller campaign with Ajax. Yeah. I, I remember everyone was coming into the to the Nugget stage. How far can this Ajax team go? Can they mm. go all the way? And I just they got dumped out the first the, the round sixteen as well. Yeah, didn't they? I sense the same thing here. I, I I think Frankfurt are an incredibly hard team to beat. You know they haven't lost a game since October or something. Mm. Um, so they're doing good domestically and in Europe. Um, so I think this would be an incredibly hard task for Napoli. 
Um, I know Napoli are a different animal, but I think Eintracht are actually very good in Europe last season. They won the Europa League last year. Mm. I, I, I fancy a shock. I'm going a, a tight game, but I think Eintracht after extra time in the second leg. I'm going Napoli convincingly. <laughs> <laughs> I think Napoli will be <laughs> Um We look at the other game on Tuesday. Um, I suppose one of the one of the bigger fixtures in European football, considering how often they've played each other, and I haven't have written down here loads. Liverpool take on Real Madrid at Anfield on the 21st. The final of last year. Final of last year, in which Real Madrid won. You had the games in 2020, nil all at Anfield, 3-1 in Madrid. It was a weird game, that, because it was like in the Madrid training complex. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, no we played there as well. <laughs> Strange. Yeah, 2018, final again, Madrid won 3-1. And then 2014, Madrid 1-0 in the Bernabeu. And then 3-0 in Anfield against a Brendan Rodgers, Liverpool, which is crazy. They went to Liverpool, they went to Madrid in that game. And I remember he dropped loads of players. He dropped like Sterling, Gerrard. It was really weird. And then 2009, one of my fondest memories looking at Liverpool was the 1-0 victory away in Madrid. You'll see Benny Ewan with the goal. And then a 4-0 victory in Anfield. Dosna, Gerrard. Um, and Torres all on the score sheet that day so it's a game that that's happens quite a lot in the Champions League and it, this is I suppose this is the reason as well why the Super League shouldn't happen because the games that they're looking to happen week in week out and be played in like Abu Dhabi or, or Boston or wherever these games happen semi-regularly in the Champions League do you know what I mean yeah. going into the game Liverpool look to have Van Dijk Jota Firmino all back and Real Madrid are without Courtois, Diego Militao, Vasquez, Mendy, and potentially Benzema. So it's it's going to be a very interesting fixture. Um, Liverpool, look, we've been through it before in the podcast about Liverpool and how bad they've been. Madrid, I don't think they've been great since the World Cup. I think they've struggled in times. Lost to Mallorca there the weekend as well. So it's going to be a very interesting tie. My heart says Liverpool, obviously. Yeah. Look, I want Liverpool to go through. But my head says your heart's been hurt before. <laughs> Just tying it all in the Valentine's Day crowd, you know. Um, says your your heart's been hurt before. You know Madrid have done. Liverpool. I felt that in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Madrid have beaten Liverpool so many times in European competitions. You have to go back to two thousand nine since the last Liverpool victory over Real Madrid in the Champions League. Going into it, if Liverpool have the likes of those players I said are fit, if they can kind of pick up some kind of form going into it and Madrid are out those players you would have to fancy Liverpool but it's Real Madrid in the Champions League man this is what they live for I, I you know what I mean personally now I just think Real will probably edge it yeah. um, I think I think they're both in poor form Real Madrid since since the World Cup Liverpool all season really mm. um, but, particularly since the World Cup mm, but um I, I think the midfield for Real Madrid for me Modric, Cruz and too many mm. um, versus what's Liverpool in midfield is the the new fellow Bacetic uh, I don't know if he's going to be playing Henderson I'd be very surprised if he threw by Jetic against Elliot Madrid Thiago Thiago I, I, I fancy Real Madrid here I do I, I think Real Madrid will go for I'm going to because it's Valentine's Day I'm going to go with my heart <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna go with Liverpool to go through here. Based off absolutely nothing other than I want them to go through. But uh, look, Liverpool in Champions League is uh, often a lovely love story as well, Carol. So we remain to be seen. 
Um, the last round of fixtures is Inter Milan versus Porto, the Jose Mourinho derby. Jesus. And Red Bull Leipzig against Manchester City, the El Cachico. <laughs> uh, the Inter Milan Porto game has nil all draw written all over it, boy two. Um, and Inter Milan to nick one in the last one is what I'd say. I, I, I echo the exact same thing. Um, I think Milan are actually the form team in Italy since the World Cup for me. Mm. Um, they've they've done well. The, the Milan derby was. A they won the Super Copa. The Super Copa. They beat Napoli. So it's uh, I, I think Milan to go through here. Um, I can't see any other outcome really. El Cachico. El Cachico. Listen, Leipzig, a team that are are hard to beat as well. Mm. Um, but I think look, Man City. That's the one they won. Let's not beat around the bush here. Man City by four or five now. Four, well, yeah. yeah. I, I I went six one ag. Right. Yeah. Oh, you wrote arguing scores now then. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't go on that that much depth. I, I don't think there's any need for it really. Mm. In all honesty. And yes, that is our Champions League preview, Kieran. I have it written down here the teams I'm going for: AC Milan, PSG, Borussia Dortmund, Benfica, Liverpool, Napoli. Inter Milan and Manchester City here on your teams PSG um, I've gone for Spurs I've gone for Benfica I've gone for Dortmund um, Madrid Frankfurt City and of course Inter Milan and that's it Kieran we're going to now preview the UEFA Europa League Just saying to you there, Kieran, the Europa League team tune's a fucking banger, isn't it? <laughs> you will have heard it in between our Champions League and Europa League predictions. A little um, Valentine's Day held for United fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our Europa League preview, we definitely haven't prepared as much for this as we did. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Yeah, there you go. I literally just wrote the games out. Um, this is a complete riff. As if, I say that as if our prep was anyway decent for the Champions League preview. Um, but we just get straight into it, I suppose. The first game I have written down here on here is Barcelona taking on Manchester United. Um, what probably should be a Champions League fixture, or some would say a Super League fixture. Um, Barcelona taking on Manchester United in the new Camp should be, I think it should be a good game to be fair. Has, has been teams. Yeah, at the minute there, yeah. Mm. Um, it's going to be, I think it's a strange one because it's like... It's Manchester United in the Europa League and Barcelona in the Europa League. It's it's such a strange thing. Um, well, maybe not with United, but with Barcelona it is. I think last season it was very unique. I remember looking at all the Barcelona games in the Europa League last year, just purely for what it was. And I remember looking at the Frankfurt game and they got fucking spanked. Um, but what do you think of these games? What do you think of Barcelona United? What, who do you think will come out on top? United go through for me. Right. Really? Why? I just I I think Ten Hag teams are really strong, mm. um, and I I think no different to United. I think it, since Ten Hag has come in, they they look a much more um, adept unit than they did under any other manager since Ferrugi. But not strong enough to get through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League last season. Ten Hag or Ajax? Yeah, but mm. uh, I don't know. Like that's Ajax. This is a different animal. You know, he has better players. Mm. I think it's the Bible crown. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think he, I think he has a I think he has better player in in Fernandez. I think Rashford, the fixture against Barcelona is, is tougher. He has financial backing than he did. Well, Anthony was at Ajax last season though. Yeah. 
And oh, he, there you go. Not, he hasn't exactly proved a lot. Yeah, but the Anthony, Anthony intertwined with all the other great players like Varane as well. And well, I think the point I'm making is I think Barcelona are a tougher opponent than what they played last season. I think last season yeah. they played someone like Benfica or something. Yeah, I know Barca are top at La Liga. I just I, I think I fancy United here with mm. Ten Hag. I I think I think Barcelona go through because I think they're a team on better form. They're top of the La Liga at the minute, and I think it would probably be in United's best interest to get out of Europa League if they're to contend for a title or to contend for Champions League. Yeah, um, they want to they want to prove they're they're the team to beat though against Barcelona. I think. Yeah, it's gonna right. be. Well, I don't know. Mm. Sevilla take on PSV. Sevilla, the masters of the Europa League. I think Sevilla are going through. PSV without Gakpo and Maduke obviously gone to Chelsea. I think it's Sevilla walk through PSV here. PSV to be contrary. Of course. Sport Lisbon take on Metagland. Um I'm kinda of, not gonna lie, I'm kinda of rage we're not going to a Sport Lisbon game. Um when we go over, but I I'd fancy Sporting here, I think they're a better side. They they've suffered the loss of Pedro Porro. But have brought in the the king that is Hector Bellerin. So I expect Sporting to go through here. I'm going to go Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah. Lisbon. Um, Shakhtar take on Ren. I think I'd fancy Ren here purely because Shakhtar without their best player in Mikhailo Mudrik, who's obviously with Chelsea now. So I'd fancy Ren. Um, I think Jed Spence has gone there as well. So I think they have a tidy little side. Yeah, I I don't know. I big Shaq in Europe for me. Shakhtar. Ajax take on Union Berlin. I'm gonna go with Ajax here. Ajax, uh, Union top of the Bundesliga. Union second in Bundesliga, don't I think? Mm. Uh, definitely challenging. Yeah, yeah. But again, I, I used I used the um, best interest option here of. Well, I suppose you form wins. Mm, you'd want to keep your form up and stuff like that. Momentum. Yeah, you know, Union's not a bad show here, but I I think they could potentially win the Bundesliga. Union? Mm. Well, if, if Bayern fall off. The thing about it is they, they, lost, they lost their momentum there before World Cup and they've come back and they've mm. regained it. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it would nearly be in their best interest not being in the Europa League. Yeah, true. Not that they're going to throw it, but I definitely think they'd have eyes in the Bundesliga. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Ajax here. Um, Xabi Alonso's Bayern Leverkusen take on Monaco Kieran I'm indifferent to Monaco <laughs> yeah, well, you have, literally have Monaco, you're literally saying Monaco because I have Leverkusen right now here. <laughs> one of us has to be right um, <laughs> we're never usually correct oh, I think Bayern Leverkusen they've torn a bit of a corner since Alonso's come in he's been doing good for them um, they were an attractive side before he came in then the manager kind of fell off <laughs> then he, he they came in more attractive Oh, Alonso's a handsome man. He is handsome. On the team of Valentine's Day. Jappy Alonso's a handsome fella. Um, Red Bull Salzburg take on Roma. I'm going to go Roma because I want Jose to do well. I love Jose Maria. Yeah. I got Roma as well. I like Tammy Abraham and Jose. Juventus take on Nantes. Kieran. I'm going to go with... Hold on, I thought Nantes were in the Conference League. What's happening? No, no, it's Juventus are playing Nantes. I'm going to go Juventus. Has to be, doesn't it? No, nonce, nonce for me. And yeah, that's our <laughs> Europa League. I want to say predictions, but they weren't really 
I, I'd love to say preview, but it wasn't much of a preview. Why would we preview Europa, though? I, I like the Europa League. I, I don't care. <laughs> I love the Europa League song. That's our Europa League uh, preview, Kieran. Do you want to... Pure travel. Yeah, do you want to read through the predictions we got on Instagram for the Champions League and for the um, Europa League? I think Gary wrote all his predictions out one by one for the Champions League, so you don't have to read all them. Uh, Jerry says Liverpool to knock out Real. Interesting. Interesting one. Woodsor says Chelsea, 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 <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. That's the new um, Enzo Fernandez song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Napoli to win the lot if they get a favourable run. Mm, good show. Uh, Man United winner. Mm. Phil Mangan. Who Man United to win the Champions League? Phil says <laughs> a competition that they're not playing in. <laughs> <laughs> Napoli to win it all says Rory. Um, and the I'm just League. looking, just real quick, looking at the. Champions League draw It does look quite weak It does yeah It doesn't it Like the likes There's no Atletico Madrid No Juventus Barcelona as we said No obviously United But they Aren't in it So you can't really You know Do much about that But I, I do think it looks quite weak In comparison to what it did look Like even Ajax Like Ajax aren't there It's I, I think it's It's an interesting one You're getting new You're getting new uh, Favourites here mm. um, I honestly think Eintracht Tramford If they get through Napoli They could go up there I'll set myself That's up fair enough here. That's okay um, Yeah I, I That's suppose. a valid opinion Shout out to Gary Valve Who wrote all his predictions One by one um, We're just looking at them here Roma Yeah 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 we have to all them Gary as well Sporting Lisbon I actually think me and Gary Have the same Except for United He has United to go through In Europa So Europa League predictions um, Gary says United Will go through against uh, United um, Jerry says Not a prediction But fuck me I can't wait for the Barca games Love Uh what does that say? Love a proper tie. Mm. Uh, Jer says, you both would love Europa next season. Laughing. <laughs> the United fans are very bitter, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, Christ. They are. Europa I actually would like the Europa League, by the way. The, the fucking, I don't mind towards the night football, but go on, continue. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't want to. Europa not looking so bad to Liverpool and Chelsea fans right now. Yous would be lucky to qualify. Yeah, this is, Keen. shout out to Kane Movie who says this. While Liverpool and Chelsea are quite literally playing in the Champions League right now. But um, yeah, great revisionism by Kane there. Man United will beat Barcelona and we'll never hear the end, the end of it. From Ian. Very good point. They beat them in the Europa League, we'll never hear the end of yeah. it. Um, the big bad Europa League. Rory says, strongest knockout round in years, United to win it all. Mm, good shoot. And that is all from our Europa and Champions League predictions. Pre- predictions, yeah. <laughs> And now, Kiran, we're going to move on to our, I'm going to call it UEFA Champions League slash UEFA Europa League slash Valentine's Day <laughs> special of Get It Out. Um, slash too many slashes. Too many slashes. Thanks to everyone who got in contact. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of questions from, <laughs> from Gary Vav. Yeah, Gary Vav, by the way, he won't be spending Valentine's Day listening to us. So thanks for putting all the questions in, Gary, for not listening to consistently podcasts. giving us... I don't blame on Valentine's Day. I, I, I do. I, I would literally, the last thing I'd want to do on that day is listen to us talk. With your girlfriend by side. They yeah, just well, listen to us. Trish is also a fan. Shout out to Trish. <laughs> but um, we'll look at some of the questions we have now. Do you prefer to see managers dress in suits, tracksuits, or smart and casual? Um, I'm a fan of... I, I think... I like when there's a big game. Like Champions League final. FA Cup final, say. 
and a manager comes out in a suit. Yeah, I really I like don't. that. I like the suit every time. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind a tracksuit on your average Joe Soap game. You know, Chelsea home in the Premier League. Don't mind that. FA Cup final, Champions League final. A big final. Whack a suit on. What for about, the occasion. What about um, Hassan Hootle? <laughs> <coughs> Hassan Hootle waistcoat. He, yeah, but he was like an ABBA tribute act on a cruise. You know what I mean? Don't be minding Hassan Hootle. He was in a job right now. He won Southampton. Yeah, well, no, in general. He was in a job and he was not in a job. Hassan Hootle was not in a job. And I think you can put that down to the short waistcoats. So that's the reason why he's sacked. That's why he's sacked, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, Gary says, do you prefer a manager with hair or a bald one? Again, it's, it's a very conspicuous question. I don't think there's... I don't have a preference. Pep and Ten Hag. Mm. Or um, who has lovely hair? Unai Emery. Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Carlo Ancelotti has a great head of hair. Who else has lovely hair? Um, Graham Potter, I remember when he first came into Chelsea, he looked a bit like James Bond. The slick back hair, the the turtleneck. He the, looked, he looked, his hair um, looked well there. The, fella, the Wickham manager, he has the long hair. Don't and mind him. Hair. He's a straight Garrett Ainsley, Ainsworth. He's a he's a weird guy. That, don't mind him. <laughs> Good head of hair though. Gray um, had gray head of hair. Like, and I say he's like, a weird. I say he's a weird guy. He's not a weird guy. I'm sure he's a lovely fella. Like Mick Wallace. Yeah, shout out to Mick. <laughs> Mick Wallace. He runs Wexford FC in the League of Ireland. No way. Yeah, he owns yeah. Fair play. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, Gary. Um, no preference Impartial Yeah Would be the word um, Gary says What player would you like to be Your Valentine's Oh god <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> One based off Looks one based off For a selfie um, I think we have a question Coming up Of who's the sexiest footballer As well oh god. So Looks would probably be Giroud And <laughs> Personality Jimmy Bullard Like you have a bit of banter with him Yeah Joe. Yeah definitely um, Personality Uh Rudiger's a bit of a shit house. Right. Um, Do you think your shit house be good for a day crown? I think so, yeah. A bit okay. of banter. Yeah. Uh, and then personality. Or sorry, looks. Looks wise. <laughs> Can't look more deep than John Joe Shelby. Great. Beautiful Lovely. man. Dark horses, question mark. Um, for the Champions League, I think Napoli. And for the Europa League, Nantes. Even though I have them to go out. I think uh, Europa League... I'm going to say PSV no, Ren, I think Ren's a good good option as well for Ren, Dark yeah. Horse, yeah. Ren have a good atmosphere don't they mm. Ren generate a good atmosphere mm. and Dark Horse for, for Europa I don't, I don't really care about Europa and Champions League I'm going to go Eintracht as I said yeah um, so Casemiro to make FDJ his little bitch um, Frank is a young oh I see, oh yeah it's because they're playing Barca yeah. uh, no one cares about Europa Gary. Jesus Christ um, girl. we're going all the way says Gary in what? <laughs> says I could this be Liverpool's last Champions League for a few years? Um, I suppose it depends what he means by a few years um, if he's talking about United in t- like, in, if you're using United as the measure um, what's, what's 10 years since they won the Premier League stuff like that so mm. um, a few years no I, I wouldn't say so I'd say probably if they're not in the next year they'll be in with the year after yeah I think it's just a blip isn't it mm. um, Keen Moy says are you going to cover the Conference League next year since both your teams will be in it if you're lucky no absolutely <laughs> this not. is like a rule of team doesn't it I don't, I don't think I'll cover it next year if Liverpool are not either the Conference League's bottom of the barrel stuff yeah what do you think of it in general you think you said it sucks up revenue um, uh, it, it's essentially a tournament for, for lack of a better term, the smaller clubs to 
gain revenue from European football. Whereas I think this is probably a very traditional thing to say, but Champions League for me, and I know you have the likes of Liverpool, Arsenal, in years gone by, the, the big four, Chelsea United. And obviously it was United winning the league and Chelsea winning the, but Liverpool were still playing it. That was great. As a Liverpool fan, that was great. But I don't understand why there's teams like like I don't know teams who are finishing fourth in Spain and even England, Italy. Why are they playing Champions League football? Why isn't it champions of each European country? Yeah, you think I it, I would prefer that. You think of Maradona and all like his era that was that's what it would have been. Because yeah. he never I don't think he played in many Champions Leagues because no, they, they weren't so. good enough. So like So it should be a, a high bar, shouldn't it? I, I that's I think yeah. it, and I, I like don't get me wrong, I like the way the Champions League has been for years gone by. But I just think like I think there's there was five German teams in it this year. Yeah. Which that's like Bayern Dortmund, Eintracht, Leverkusen and I'm forgetting one. But I think I'm pretty sure there was five German teams. There's no need for yeah. five German teams to be in it. There isn't. Um, Do you know what I mean? Well, yes. Uh, next question. If the Champions League was a biscuit, what would it be? Great question. So, to me, the Champions League is the pinnacle of football. So, we're talking about the pinnacle of biscuits, Kieran. A fox's cookie. A fox's cookie is nice. Yeah. Have you had the cookies that obviously is, is a cookie, but... They have like a chocolate dipped on top of them. If that makes sense. They're covered ch- chocolate covered. They're like I think foxes do that. Quadruple coated cookies, aren't they? Yeah, unbelievable scrap. Uh, could could have been asked before, but favorite Champions League moment not related to your club. Um, I really loved Zidane's goal against Leverkusen for Madrid. Um, I find it hard to get much enjoyment out of football after I became tribal in Liverpool. So every final after, oh, do you know what? Actually, I really enjoyed the Barcelona win over Manchester United a few times. Yeah. I think what was it twice? The one with Messi in Rome, and then the one in Wembley. They were great finals, and um, yeah, I suppose I'll go with the Messi goal where his boot fell off against Man United in the final. Uh, I'll go for Mourinho's win with Inter. Ah, in in the new Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. reliving that and loving it. So our last question. On our Valentine's Day special comes from Phil Mangan, Kieran. What is the question? Sexiest footballer. So we talked about this earlier on. I think Olivier Giroud is an incredibly handsome man. So I I, I, I wouldn't class him as sexy, per se. But he's very handsome. Um, Leandro Trotsard is also a handsome man. I think a few of the lads were putting in chat as well who they thought were handsome. Right? Like Philly said, Garnacho. He's yeah. attracted to Garnacho. He thinks he's sexy. Um, Ian said, said that, he did he did he said Ian said uh, Graziano Pele former Southampton player I'm gonna go he was fairly um, handsome as well I'm, probably still is handsome I'm going to go Andrew Carroll Andy Carroll yeah you've handsome just man. you've just let me answer these questions properly every time and then just give it a shit answer <laughs> <laughs> but that was Kieran thankfully that's <laughs> get it out what's yours I said it I said Giroud or, or I said Giroud Giroud yeah Giroud I think Giroud is a, an easy option. Leandro Trossard, I think we had a love in about Leandro Trossard one week as well, didn't we? Me, you, you and Jerry. You, you did. Yeah, no, you, you, you did as well. Right. Um, but yes, that is our Valentine's Day Champions League special. Um, if you're lonely and listen to us on Valentine's Day, um, don't worry, it's all a political um, capitalist bullshit in the nice isn't it? Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. But uh, thanks for joining us this week. 
and we appreciate the love and support as ever and yeah we'll leave it there so stay safe we'll leave it there so yeah stay safe on Valentine's Day yes please do and protect us oh Jesus Christ <laughs>